Welcome to Digital Dialogue. This is episode three. Uh, today's podcast will be specifically discussing iOS apps, and we will be going through really agenda-free. You know, we're going to be talking about financial apps, fitness apps, uh, game apps, just apps in general that we like using and that we recommend uh, checking out. So uh, give it a listen, send us feedback, and if there's any apps that you guys are using, feel free to send them along, and we'd love to add them on a podcast coming up. So we're back with another episode of Digital Dialogue. This is episode three, and today we're talking about apps. Um, I think we're all iPhone users, right? So mm-hmm. sorry, Android. Um, we're going to make some recommendations, some apps that we like, some apps we don't like. Uh, but yeah, we're certainly, we don't know the compatibility with Android, so a little disclaimer there. But anyways, um, so uh, Caitlin and Marie, what's some, uh, some popular apps you guys like using? Oh, man. Well, I think for me, and I just recently started using this app, but Nike Plus Run Club. So I ran cross country in high school, and needless to say, I totally dropped out of that. And I'm trying to get back into running. (laughs) I'm not trying to, like, run a marathon or anything, but, like, a 5K somewhat competitively, that's my goal. Um, So I downloaded this app in the App Store, and it's pretty much – it just gives you the motivation to keep on running, and that's what I find – like, I struggle with the most. Like, I'll hit a mile and then... Completely. Yeah, if I'm not running with a friend or something, then I stop. I find a reason to stop. Um, so this app is great because it just... You have a coach, I guess, and you can, like, pick your... Like, what goal you're trying to create. And you have a coach that's, like, literally in your ear giving you the motivation that you yeah, need. keep going. Keep going. You got this. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, that's... hopefully that will help me. Now, is that one free? Oh, no, it was in the app store. I think it's like four ninety nine. Oh, that's not bad. It's not bad at all. And there are a lot of really cool features to it. Obviously, you can track everything, your pace, your location, distance, elevation, heart rate. Um, that's can, cool. Yeah, which I find I, is helpful too. So I think just fitness apps in general, like a lot of them are trying to go on the subscription model. Mm-hmm. So like the fact that it's just like a flat four ninety nine is pretty, yeah. pretty good for that. Um, I guess I wasn't even thinking about this one, but you just – like, I have one that's, like, identical, kind of, is uh, Matt My Run by Under Armour. Yes. And that's, like, the same kind of thing, where I could yeah. see, like, oh, I ran around Danvers, and mm-hmm. it's, like, can see the exact uh, coordinates, which is kind yeah. of cool. And Matt My Run, doesn't that, like, does it speak to you while you're running? Yeah. So, so it's it like, can tell you, like, I'm at a mile. Quarter mile, half yeah. mile. Like, so I actually could be, like, stop eating cheese fries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used that uh, for marathon training, and it was, like, so helpful, because I had no idea, like, pace. I had no idea what to do, but mm-hmm. that's a pretty cool app. Um, what was the other fitness one that you were using? Aptive. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love Aptive. It's definitely not free, but the subscription is really cheap. It's $99 for the year, which breaks down to like less than $10 a month when you think about it. And it's great. It has everything from running to the elliptical, um, strength training. It has indoor and outdoor running, which I found super interesting. So the workouts are anywhere from like five minutes to an hour and they go beginner, intermediate, advanced. And what I love about it is it feels like you're in a class because there's an instructor who's speaking to you, but they also layer the music um, behind it. So like when you're doing treadmill running, which, you know, is super boring, you can sit there and there'll be somebody saying, watch your shoulders, check your heels, that sort of stuff just interspersed into the music. So I love that. That's, awesome. That's kind of cool. Yeah, a lot of the fitness apps, like, I don't I don't use. I know there's ones that have, like, demonstration videos and this and that. Like, um, I think running, there's some, like, really cool ones. Mm-hmm. 
completely pivoting this conversation, but one app that I get to push notifications every night and it's kind of addicting. I think it trended a little bit down is HQ trivia. Are you uh, playing that still? I am not. I didn't feel like I was hip enough. <laughs> I, I get to that point where I'm like, do I want to jump into this? You know, it's like the bachelorette. Like it's so big that I was like, I can't, I can't get into it. But uh, I've heard people are like addicted to it. People are, I would honestly, I personally don't have it, but I'd be out at parties and literally was it midnight or 11 o'clock when does it depends yeah east coast west coast everything stops and we all gather around and do it which was really it's interesting and one one night we went really far and i was thinking are we gonna win i don't know Um, how we're gonna split this because there's like 20 of us like all together uh it it comes down to like nothing like Mm -hmm. some of the nights like 2500 bucks there's like Mm -hmm. 300 winners everyone gets like a couple bucks um which that math don't even try to you know, correct me on that one. But anyway, it's something that uh, my wife and I usually grab a glass of wine, we get the push notification, 9 p.m., we'll do the trivia, and then we both get, like, destroyed in, like, three questions. Yeah, so, they always, like, set you up with some softballs in the beginning, and you like, think it's going to be... Yeah, it and it totally happen. goes away. <laughs> um, what's some other apps? Marie, what are, what are you using? I was just browsing through my phone. I think two uh, kind of ironic apps that I have on my phone, especially after our exercise conversation, would be my food apps. (laughs) So for the longest time, we only use things like Uber Eats and DoorDash on my boyfriend's phone. And he got so sick of me being like, can I see your phone? Can I, can I look at the menus? And so he was like, why don't you download it? And so I finally did. And I didn't want to for the longest time because it was like the power at my fingertips to be able to order so much food so easily was dangerous. Uh, so I think Uber Eats is super interesting to be able to get, especially here in the city, to get restaurant food delivered and not have to speak to anyone just is my favorite invention of all time. That's the key. Less yeah. human contact. Less <laughs> human contact. Like if you could just leave it on my doorstep and I'll just come down and get it later, <laughs> that would be ideal. I think I deleted all my food apps except like Foursquare. They kind of converted into like a strictly food app now. Kind of. It's, it's so dangerous. We were at a concert this weekend and midnight on the way home, I was like, let's get pizza. So, you know, I'm scrolling Uber Eats and found some place over across the city that ordered pizza until two o'clock in the morning so God. sure enough 45 dollars later we all had our food <laughs> that's one of those things like you don't even look at the price tag you're like yeah it's pizza it's coming yeah and then you're like oh okay well it's only 15 dollars, and then it's the delivery fee and then the taxes and yeah so it adds up so those are dangerous but delicious apps that i love i might download that one but i think i'll get in trouble but yeah. um we were talking the other day about someone's like dosh and Ernie, and some of those financial ones. Um, Dosh is one I mentioned recently on my Instagram. I thought it's just automatic, so, like, why not get it? Um, It's just cash back. So it's, like, local retailers do, like, 4% cash back, 10% cash back, and, um, you know, it adds up. So after, like, using it for two months, I think I got, you know, 25, 30 bucks back, put it in my PayPal account, and it was nice. But um, is there any of those apps you guys are using, like, just financially tracking any of that stuff? No, and I totally should. <laughs> yeah. But um, I just messaging that one and Ernie too, like definitely going to look into those and download those. Yeah, I have Dosh. I just started with that. And obviously Venmo, which, yes. you know, I feel like everybody knows Venmo. But one of the trends that I've seen lately that's super interesting to me is Venmo is now being used a lot of places I go to give tips. So like the hairdresser, the nail salon, um, places where you used to kind of give, you know, smaller cash only tips. 
now I've been just saying, oh, you don't have to give us cash. And I just hand over my phone and they type in their Venmo and I can tip them right from there, which I love. So that's been awesome. Um, You always hear the horror stories, but people who like peruse Venmo's timelines for like, hey, what's my ex-boyfriend doing on Venmo? Like he bought some girl flowers or pizza at 1 (laughs) a.m. But it's all based on the emoji. Yeah, exactly. It's like decoding it. But Venmo to me has just been such a great game changer. Completely. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. I've had a lot of people tell me about Zelle, which... I think that's like I feel like the older demographic trying to get into Venmo, yes. but like they just don't know. Yeah, it's like I, banks are introducing that one. I think yes, so it's not as quote unquote hip. I think mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, like my mom uses Zelle with our Bank of America account. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I don't know, Venmo works for me, but I know they're trying to integrate with like retail stores and stuff, mm-hmm. so you can use Venmo at like Stop and Shop if you wanted to, which yeah. is kind of cool i don't know if i'd use that but yeah i don't know either but i mean just personally like one of my roommates handles our rent so we all just pay her via Venmo, and it's just so easy even just going out to eat too because obviously a lot of times they don't split the check at all so exactly you just Venmo and- i think one of the other you know it's nowhere near as sexy and fun as food uh, which is clearly always on my brain. <laughs> Maybe it is. <laughs> um, that I do use a lot is the parking apps. Okay. You know, the city of Boston, park the city Boston, of Cambridge. Yeah, the park. I think that was one of the greatest things the city could have come out with because I remember the years of digging between my seats for quarters or going into a store and asking them, you know, could they break a $10 bill? And now the ability to not only pay for my parking spot right from my phone but re-up the spot is great they have countdowns so it'll and push notifications so if you're sitting in a meeting and it's time to go out and feed your meter it buzzes your phone and it shows you your countdown and you can just do it right when you're sitting there I've used that. I actually used it at a meeting last week in Cambridge and it was so handy I just hit the zone yeah it's it's great it's actually not that bad setting up too because I know some of these apps it has like a 10, 15 minute process of registration. Do you want to use Facebook and whatever? Um, that was one that took like two seconds. So. Well, and I think it's interesting when you look, all of these apps in a way are just trending away from us using cash. I never yeah. carry cash anywhere anymore. I don't either. I know. Like I get indignant when somebody's like, this is cash. I'm like, what? Yeah, spare some change. I was like, I haven't carried money on me in a long time, buddy. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, there was one that I downloaded recently that's, I think, working pretty well. Is I was getting a ton of spam calls, so I downloaded TrueCaller, and what it does is it filters through spam. So there's like, you know, any sort of, uh, you know, automated dialing systems that call me or whatever. It's like this filters all those out. So things like that can be helpful just to avoid the uh, nuisance of just random phone calls and voicemails. Definitely. Um, Do either of you guys use any of the... Facetune or any of those apps to kind of boost your social media photos. So that's funny you say that because mm-hmm. I think there's like a million apps for like photography and video and like new ones every single day. So there's one that I like for photo editing. Let me dig it up here. But I have seen like, you know, Facetune. Oh, it's called Inlight. Inlight's one that there's always ads for it everywhere and it's the filtration on it is like really cool and you can do some cool features outside of Instagram. But how about you? Do you use any of those? No, I feel like I don't 
it seems so overwhelming. You get in there and there's so many options that I then get like analysis paralysis and I don't know what to do. But I just think it's so funny when you can look at some photos and be like, that clearly was mm-hmm. manipulated. I tell you, yeah. I have it. Hashtag no filter. <laughs> yeah. I have it just to have because I knew so many people were using it and I wanted to see like, well, maybe this would help me with my editing game. But it, like you said, it's just very obvious. Like, you can tell who went in and whitened their teeth. Like, it just doesn't seem very organic or natural to me. Yeah, one that um, a lot of people use here, I know Stan, is like Lightroom by Adobe, mm-hmm. which is pretty general editing, like just mm-hmm. kind of fixing up small stuff. But, yeah, I think it's it's funny when people use like a, what is it, like a Snapchat filter, and then they tweak it, and then they do this, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, lot, what happened yeah. to you? <laughs> And even just, especially on Facetune too, just some of the options that you have, literally that will like morph your entire body. Like it's just crazy. It's not even just figuring out like the lighting or blemishes. Yeah, and then they go into like the bad Photoshop files. You yeah. can just tell right away. <laughs> yeah. What about um, Time Sucks? Does anybody have any guilty pleasure games or anything like that that they do on their phones? Um, I don't have any games anymore. Like that was something that. Like, back in the day, yeah, I was guilty of, like, Angry Birds when that first came out. There was Temple a couple of those. Run. Temple Run was pretty sweet on my iPad. But yeah. <laughs> there's really, like, I don't think I use any sort of games now. It's, like, social media and just freaking work stuff. But yeah. how about you? Um, I actually got really into Tetris Blitz's <laughs> back, which, you know, 80s child for the win. But, yeah, Tetris is back and better than ever. Um, Are you, like, a Candy Crush user, too? Oh, yeah, of course. I Bejeweled or Bedazzled. I can't remember what it was called. Yeah. yeah. Um, never Tetris is, to me, is, like, so oddly satisfying. You know, you see those memes all the time that are, like, can't wait to go home and put on a movie and not pay any attention to it because I'm staring at my phone <laughs> it's just like one of those things where um I sit and I get into it like my boyfriend and I will sit and pass the phone back and forth and like do Tetris levels uh it's kind of a nice on the go when you're sitting on the subway and you don't really want to talk to anybody mm-hmm. you can't get great service you know something to keep your idle hands busy that's cool one thing I'm I'm always just navigating through when I don't even need anything is Amazon like just their app I'm just like okay let's search you know the, the men's department let's search shoes and I have like a shoe addiction and like I love buying hats and I just they keep piling up and so it gets really mad at me but um, one thing I saw with apps and I know we're kind of against it I think we've got a couple minutes left but um, is that if you have an Amazon Prime account there's a million apps just for Prime users hmm. one of them being Prime Photos so it's unlimited storage for all your photos oh, so it's something cool. that it oh that's awesome it's phenomenal like anything that i take on my my sony or on my whatever and it goes to my phone immediately amazon like organizes it puts it into like little buckets based on your you know facial recognition and it's all free it's unlimited so that's that's one i always use and i kind of share with family and stuff when they want to see photos um what else do you guys have i think was one of the one i had i have to do a shout out for which is mashling these are uh, some local friends that put together. It's a, I mentioned this actually in a meeting this morning, and it's something that you can take a like YouTube video and put your own commentary on top of it. And it like pauses the video, it records you, you put it in your two cents and you stop and it goes back to the video. And it's kind of a cool way of just building like video content. So 
it's something some people around here are starting to use. I think it's going to get really, really popular. But it's like, Definitely. you need video content, it's pretty easy. Yeah, that's a really cool idea. I haven't heard of that. You know what? whole genre of apps I completely forgot to mention before, but I would love to get your guys' opinion, is some of the mindfulness apps and like the meditation. Yeah. So I think it's really interesting. I downloaded Headspace and a couple of the other ones to try the free trial. But then I also saw somebody on Twitter saying something like, doesn't it seem a little counterproductive that you're using an app on your cell phone to get away from the stress of technology and your cell phone? <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. So after I heard that, it really made me stop and think. So I don't know. What do you guys think? I downloaded it. I think it was called Calm. Mm-hmm. It was one that it was like it came with one free like waterfall. So I was like, oh, that's nice water, I guess. But then like, I'd have to pay to get all the other stuff. And I was just like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. But I think it's interesting. Like. You said it's kind of a catch-22 a little bit where it's just like, why do you have to download yeah. it to get away from it versus... I was looking through some of them because I was curious. I wanted to try to like, you know, yeah, like get more stress, I guess. Yeah. And it's just so funny how we need apps and other people to teach us how to relax. Um, <laughs> please but, show me. Please show me how to like calm down. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'd be curious to see. I think if I found like a really good one, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Yeah, I think you have to probably be really disciplined. You know, Headspace, some of them were seven to ten minutes, which in the grand scheme of things is not very long. But when you're sitting in a room and we're so used to being bombarded with these constant interactions and distractions, to have to listen to the seven-minute thing that's on your phone, I found myself, like, struggling to keep my brain centered because I'd be like, oh, I think my phone just buzzed. Did I get a work email? I should check. Did you know, like, oh, my friend texted me. And so then it totally broke me out. So I almost would need the app, but like just diswork the rest of my phone. I just got a push notification from HQ. It's about to go live. So <laughs> it must have heard you. It must have heard me and it's game time. But um, I think we're up against it. So that's the end of episode three. I think there's like a million apps that we can probably get into and expand upon categories. So mm-hmm. maybe some future episodes we do that. But for now, uh, provide us feedback, you know, send us any sort of topics you want to hear, and uh, we'll keep going with digital dialogue uh, on the next episode next week. All right.